a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Counseling on Demand. Here's your own private therapist. Anywhere, anytime. Fred Riley. Hey, what is up? This is Counseling on Demand. As always, thank you for joining this podcast. I hope these uh, podcasts have been helpful for you and maybe even passed along to others. So in this episode, what we're going to be talking about is uh, some post-traumatic stress disorder Uh, what I like to call post-traumatic stress injury. Uh, The brain is literally injured, and I want to talk to you about uh, kind of a a discovery I had today, actually. So what we're going to talk about is PTSD, and uh, those of you that uh, experience PTSD uh, always, uh, you know, can always be an issue, and uh, surprising uh, things can happen uh, depending on uh, what the issue is, really. And we're talking about sexual trauma, trauma due to war, loss, all types of different things. And uh, so let's talk about some of the symptoms related to post-traumatic stress um, that uh, really, as I discovered today, tend to have uh, kind of a, an amazing closeness or similarity to traumatic brain injury. So I was talking with the, with the gentleman today, and uh, boy, he's having a hard time. We've got him over with one of the best uh, one of my the best damn therapist. He's the best damn psychiatrist. Uh, got him over to this uh, psychiatrist. We're doing some med work with him, but uh, I tell you what, this guy's just having a real hard time. So, uh, without talking about what happened to him recently, there was a, a big trauma. Anyways, he's sitting in front of me, and uh, and maybe you've had this experience. Okay, he's very distractible. He's having trouble focusing on what's going on. I'm talking half sentences. I start a sentence up and he is somewhere else. Okay. So here's some symptoms like that, that uh, I noticed with him. And uh, I tell you what, it's very similar to that head trauma, memory loss, right? Loss of clarity, loss of thought. Okay. I have that no matter what. Okay. Yeah. Loss of thought that mid thought, but this is happening quite uh, chronically over time, within weeks or so of the head trauma, fatigue, right? Um, distractibility, we talked about overstimulation, okay? When you have a head trauma, uh, one of the things that uh, we really watch for is overstimulation, uh, can fatigue the brain pretty quick and can cause people to kind of shut down and even get scared or irritable. Uh, post, or sorry, traumatic brain injury, you can see people that have a tendency in recovery to be overwhelmed very quickly, um, fear, isolation, right? Like I said, irritable, a big side effect with 
traumatic brain injury, and then going on to like concussive syndrome and so forth is depression and uh, dissociative episodes. Okay, so we're describing uh, some of the symptoms of traumatic brain injury. Those of you that have experience with post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, those may sound very familiar to you, right? Do you have some of those symptoms? Uh, Not all the time, maybe during a particular episode of uh, traumatic recall, right? But the brain, and this is why I'm making this connection, is this individual helped me make a better connection with how the brain is traumatized in a very physical way. As a matter of fact, what we talked about today was that uh, the brain, uh, you know, usually like with a traumatic brain injury, you have to have a mechanism uh, of injury, you know, hit your head, that type of thing. And uh, this is a form of trauma that comes uh, verbally or experientially without direct contact to the organ that's being damaged. Quite phenomenal and quite, right, quite unfortunate. So the first part of this episode, we're talking about, hey, PTSD or post-traumatic stress injury. There's parts of the brain that we know are impacted. This guy this morning, he could not focus. He had memory loss within two to three seconds. Um, Irritable. He would uh, disconnect. I'd bring him back in. He'd apologize and say, and I'd say, what were you thinking about? He had no idea, right? These dissociative episodes, he doesn't feel like the world is real, right? And as I paid more attention than usual, and then this look in his eyes as well, what I finally did is I made a connection that uh, this looks a lot like traumatic brain injury. Uh, Quite interesting. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what to do with traumatic brain injury. Let's talk about it ways to treat it, ways to respond, uh, so that you can deal with the, with the symptoms in a way that uh, helps daily life improve. Welcome to Counseling on Demand. We're back, and today... On this podcast, we're talking about post-traumatic stress injury. We're familiar, uh, maybe you are as well, either for yourself or family members, where there has been uh, trauma, uh, sexual trauma, physical trauma. Um, For some people, it might be roller coaster trauma. not talking about myself. Uh, You know, traumatic uh, experiences that tend to reside and linger over time. And uh, we're relating that post-traumatic stress, what we call disorder, I'm calling post-traumatic stress injury, and making a comparison in symptoms to traumatic brain injury. The idea is the post-traumatic stress experience you're having is uh, equivalent to, from my perspective, what I've seen, um, experiences with traumatic brain injury, uh, which implies uh, more and more, and as we're finding, implies that uh, the brain takes a direct injury and it takes time to heal. So I talked about a client uh, that helped me realize that a little bit more today. So what do we do with it, right? What do we do with this idea of post-traumatic stress disorder, symptoms of traumatic brain injury? Uh, one of the things this uh, gentleman said today is he said that he fears that he's going to feel like this forever, right? 
and he feels like it's a matter of willpower. What's wrong with him that he can't overcome this injury? So what do we do with that? One of the things we talked about is that we need to give credit, right, uh, for the limitations to the brain, not you. And what I mean by that is if you're having these symptoms, flashbacks, feelings uh, that someone's, you know, that uh, you're in danger, um, difficulty sleeping, fatigue, distractibility. If you or a loved one are experiencing those things, rather than personalizing, right, we have a tendency because we feel what's going on inside our mind, we experience it, to own that. We need to change that. If it's an injury, if it's similar to traumatic brain injury, give credit for the limitations uh, to the brain. Okay, if you're struggling with those things, the brain is telling you something. The brain is telling you that certain areas have been affected and uh, you have to cope with what limitations have been given to you, at least for the meantime. Another thing that I think is really important, and it goes back to giving credit to these limitations, is education. Okay, If your loved one has uh, experienced trauma, educate yourself. Uh, education regarding what trauma looks like to the brain. Why am I having trouble focusing, hearing, paying attention? Educate yourself. Take a look at uh, new and upcoming and, uh, well, valuable education regarding what areas of the brain have been impacted literally through trauma. We're talking about things like the amygdaloid, the hippocampus, the cingulate cortex, Okay, what is their function? Realizing that, hey, these are not a matter, this isn't a matter of willpower or not being able to handle the trauma. Uh, the brain has received a traumatic injury in post-traumatic stress injury, and education can do a great job in helping you understand what is yours and what's not yours uh, related to the brain and its functions as impacted by trauma. So what this looks like really quickly is giving credit to the limitations is the idea where you say, okay, my ability to do this really is not based upon uh, willpower or condition. I would like to be able to focus is different than I can't focus, right? The idea is I would like to focus. I don't, uh, I'm not at a failure if I do not focus. The brain is not in a place an example of focus, uh, the brain, it's not that you can't focus, it's that you want to, right? But the brain is not in a place where it's able to do that. You feel that shortcoming, but that's information regarding uh, the, the injury in and of itself. So that's just a brief run through on this idea that I noticed this morning related to post-traumatic stress injury, similar uh, symptoms as traumatic uh, brain injury, Right. And the impact, the literal impact on the brain. And a couple of perspectives. Give credit for those limitations to the brain, not to your shortcomings. And educate yourself. What, what parts of the brain have been traumatized uh, secondary to uh, post-traumatic stress disorder? Take a look at it. Educate yourself. Uh, put ownership where ownership needs to be. And uh, that should help give you a little bit of perspective and some daily coping to get away from this feeling that you're not handling the post-traumatic stress injury very well. Thank you for listening to this podcast. As always, please keep us in mind. Rate us, give us a good commentary. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, please remember, 
that you get to choose who's in your life.